0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 107 of How I Built It. Today, my guest is Anton Crayley of Dropship Lifestyle. I'm really excited to talk to Anton today because way back in episode 101, Chris Lama talked about how an important thing to think about in 2019 is going to be dropshipping. And in my opinion, there's nobody to talk to better than Anton Crayley. Uh, He gives us lots of good advice on exactly what dropshipping is, and if you want to get into dropshipping, how to do that. In other words, how to build a dropship business. So if this is something you're interested especially in, uh, then this is a great episode. Otherwise, it's just, uh, there's a lot of food for thought in this episode. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Anton. Uh, Of course, first, I need to bring you a word from our sponsors this season is brought to you by Plesk. Do you spend too much time doing server admin work and not enough time building websites? Plesk helps you manage servers, websites, and customers in one dashboard, helping you do those tasks up to 10 times faster than manually coding everything. As someone who just spent a bunch of time finding the right tools and automations to save myself time, I can tell you that Plesk is invaluable. And you can try Plesk for free today at Plesk.com slash build. That's P-L-E-S-K dot slash build. This episode is brought to you by MailPoet. If you build WordPress websites, you probably recommend a newsletter solution to your customers. Why not offer them a solution that is built right in to the WordPress admin? The MailPoet plugin offers just that. On top of that, they have a new newsletter designer that's easier to use than MailChimp's and it takes only a few minutes to configure. Your customers will love it. MailPoet offers a free sending plan to ensure top-notch deliverability. And if your customers run into issues, the MailPoet support team offers free email and chat support. Classy. Save yourself time and make your customers happy. Try the new MailPoet today. You can download the plugin over at the WordPress plugin repository, wordpress.org slash plugins slash MailPoet. Again, that's wordpress.org slash plugins slash MailPoet. Anton Crowley of DropShipLifestyle.com. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks for joining me today. It is a a little warmer uh, for the fall here in the northeast of the United States, but that's okay. I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited to kind of talk about uh, dropshipping and, and, and this general topic. Uh, so why don't we start off with
1: uh, who you are and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Anton Crayley. I'm actually. Uh, I see you have a New York Yankees uh, shirt on there. I'm from uh, from New York. Grew up there. Went to school up in Albany. Um, kind of started business there when I was like 21, right out of school, uh, selling cookies. That was my my first my <laughs> first business. Yeah, I was bought a delivery route for a bakery in Brooklyn. Did that for a few weeks. Thought don't want to do this, learned about e-commerce in uh, early 2007. And from then on there, I've been building stores on different platforms, getting better. Hopefully, that's always the goal with Google Ads and growing uh, Yeah, over the past 10 or 11 years or so. That's fantastic. Yeah. So
0: um, <coughs> did you go to SUNY Albany up I there? did, yeah. Yep. Nice. Very nice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. As we record this, it is the beginning of the baseball postseason. Uh, mm-hmm. So- Hopefully by the time this comes out I'll have a nice little pre-show intro talking about how the Yankees won the World Series. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> um that's that's really cool. So, uh why don't we talk a little a little bit about that? How did you get into kind of selling cookies uh for your first business? Was it like were you really into cookies or did you yeah. just see that as like a good uh, so, like market to get into? <laughs>
1: so, one of my friends' dads, uh like one of my friends like I realized like you know they I don't know. They had like a nice house and like it it seemed like they were doing well. And then it was funny because – I was, I, I, every time we would go to his house, they lived on like a dead end street and there were like five or six massive trucks out there. And I asked him like, what is this? And he said, oh, like my dad owns a delivery route business for uh, it was actually for a bread company. So like, you know, sliced bread and they had the rights basically to pick it up from wherever it's made and then sell it to the grocery stores all around Nassau County on Long Island where I'm from. So that was just like one thing that popped into my head and I wasn't like, oh, I need to be in this business. But when I got out of school and I knew I wanted to get into business, I was looking for opportunities that didn't cost, you know, a million dollars cause I was a kid. So I saw online, there were different businesses for sale. One of them caught my eye cause it was a delivery route business for a, that bakery in Brooklyn. And uh, it was about 25 grand. So like that was an opportunity I can get into. Um, I saw someone, you know, and my friend's dad that had bought something that was small, built it, something big. And I thought, okay, this is like an opportunity to, you know, not do with the rest of my life at all, but to build this up, maybe double the size, flip it, then get into the next business.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. So, uh, basically, in in college, right, you were, like, ready to make a $25,000 investment, which is, yeah. Um, I mean, like, as somebody, I mean, we're both around the same age. Yep. I basically worked online my entire life, uh, and so the startup costs for that are dramatically lower, uh, like oh, virtually yeah. zero, mm-hmm. but I think that tainted me a little bit, right, uh, to wanting to make the initial investment, right? You got to spend money to make money is the old adage. So uh, that's really cool that you were willing, I mean, at that point to be willing to make that
1: investment. I didn't didn't know anything else. Like, you know, so back then when I bought that business, I did not know that I could build the website myself. I didn't know there were tools out there. In fact, like one of the things I was thinking of doing back then, uh, again, this is 2006. I was like, oh, I see an opportunity to have uh, like a for sale by owner, you know, home website. So like have like Nassau County, Suffolk County, all of Long Island. And I was like, oh, I want to have that website built. And then, you know, I'll find the people to list their homes. And I went online, looked for, I think, you know, Long Island web developers or something. Mm -hmm. And I was going to their offices and having meetings getting quoted you know 100k 200k and i thought like that's any online business like that's what you would need to spend to build it so i had no idea that you can start something for like you know 50 bucks that it wasn't even an option to me yeah
0: motto and 100k wow yeah (laughs) i know a lot of the web developers (laughs) listening to this probably just like cringed or yeah i could charge that much yeah um yeah that's really interesting so i just want to touch on two things being a New Yorker myself. Uh, you're from Nassau County. Does that make you a Mets fan? I don't want to belabor the point. Unfortunately, of- yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me not like baseball. Yeah, uh, yes. I understand,
0: yeah. though. Though uh, David Wright's send off was a very, a very yeah. nice one. So,
1: yeah, so long. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, a bakery in Brooklyn. I mean, you know, if for those of you outside of New York or maybe New York City, Brooklyn bakeries are just like the best bakeries. Uh, they make I, I'm starting to sound a little bit like our president here but you know there's no better bakeries in in the world in my opinion so yeah um, <laughs> uh, that's that's really cool so um, and then so from there I just want to make sure that we have a good timeline for kind of talking about dropshipping. Yep. you started to do more research on uh, e-commerce stuff so so what was the leap you you made from having uh, this delivery business? To getting into e-commerce,
1: yeah, sure. So I, I had the delivery business, and uh, basically a book, The Four Hour Workweek. That book came out, you mm-hmm. know, in two thousand seven. Um, read it. And then it just, there was like a chapter in it about building a Yahoo store um, on that platform. You know, it said it was like $29 for a month to get started. And then there was a chapter on Google AdWords. So my thought process was like, well, what do, what products do I have access to? And it was cookies. And I built a website called NewYorkCookieShop.com, listed all those cookies, and then set up Google AdWords, um, you know, figured it out pretty simply just targeting people outside of New York saying like that searched for like cookies or anything saying, Oh, do you miss New York bakeries? You know, order something like authentic cookies ship to your home in whatever, three days, something like that. And, uh, that was like a weekend experiment. And within a week or so that was making more money than that business that I spent 25 K for. So I was like, okay, e-commerce, that's what I'm doing. And I just, yeah, since then, you know, that, then I started to get into more and more expensive products and whatnot. Cause I realized I didn't want to sell like $20 items, mm. but that was the start.
0: Wow. That's, that's incredible. So, uh, essentially you took a weekend. I will say the four, I, I rag on the four hour work week a lot, but there are, there is a lot of good stuff in that book. I read it probably around the same time. Um, and so you set up a website in a weekend, you did Google AdWords, um, which is probably a show that we could have a a topic. We could have a whole show on, uh, and it started making a, a ton of money. So, um, and then you started, You said you started to get into more expensive products. Yes. So I imagine that this is kind of the part where we start to talk about drop shipping, right? Because first of all, just like shipping cookies, you probably need to think of a couple of things to make sure they're fresh when yep. they're delivered and stuff like that. So um, let's maybe we can get into the research at this point. What kind of yeah. research did you do getting into... Uh, shipping these various types of products. Right.
1: So yeah, the transition there was okay. You know, again, same thought process. If I'm selling twenty dollars items, why can't I sell thousand dollars items? So back then, it's not the same now. So I don't recommend anybody do this. But my research process was go on eBay, literally go through all of the categories, uh, search for products with the uh, the filters that were above five hundred dollars, then sort by completed listings. Then I was looking literally in all the categories for completed listings that sold at buy it now prices over $500 that looked to be consistent. So lots of green, you know? And when I saw that, I was like, okay, people are buying these things. So once I, you know, figured that out, I picked kind of like a subset of products I wanted to start with. Um, Still didn't know what dropshipping was. So went on Google, figured everything comes from China, found Alibaba. And back then I actually was importing. So, you know, just... uh, doesn't, we don't have to talk about it. For like three years though, I was importing products from China, bringing the containers to a fulfillment center in Long Beach in California. And then I was selling them online. The fulfillment center was shipping them all out all over the country. And then from there, once I had all those websites up a few years into the process, I started to get phone calls at my e-commerce businesses. And, um, you know, I'll give you an example. Like one of them was selling like bed frames. So I had bed frame company called me and they were like, Hey, we see you sell these products. We have our brand, whatever bed frame's, ABC. And, you know, do you want to sell our stuff? And at first I said, no, because I thought they wanted me to buy them, put them in the fulfillment center. And I thought, I don't want to do that for the margins. But then they explained to me, listen, you put them on your website. We have them in our warehouses. When you get a sale, you let us know we ship it direct to your customer. So for me, that basically meant no overhead, no extra overhead um, and the ability to really increase the amount of products that I offered. So once I found out about that, I started working with as many different brands as I could that would work on that model.
0: Wow that's incredible and that's kind of like uh, amazon ish right like you are you're the conduit for people being able to buy these products without mm-hmm. having to y- yourself buy these products like wholesale Exactly yep Wow yep. that's that's fantastic so uh, so you mentioned that um, your research process of 10 or so years ago uh, is probably not the best research process today. What would you recommend for somebody today if they want to get into selling? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, physical products or their own products online?
1: Yeah. So some things that I look for, again, I want to see that somebody else, meaning like another business is actually making money doing it. Um, so some things that I look for are, I just, I literally, I use Google. So I go on Google and I'll type in different uh, kind of like industry names, right? So I don't know, whatever, modern leather, Italian sofa, mm-hmm. Um you know, mahogany wood dining table, things like that. And then I'll literally pull up the first three pages of websites that have those products for sale. And from there, specifically what I'm looking for are websites that don't have retail locations and that don't have warehouses because I want to find other, you know, internet retailers. So the way that I check that once I have a million tabs open on my computer is I go through all those websites. I check their contact page. I check their about us page. I see if it says, you know, stores or store locator and when they have that, I'm just closing those out because I'm not going to be competing with them. And what I want to end up with is you know, a handful of sites that sell the stuff that I want to sell that don't have that physical presence. Uh, from there, I take those domains. I usually just check on Alexa to see you know, how much traffic they're getting. Um, obviously, it's an estimate, but I'm looking for stores that are in the top 100,000 or higher in the United States. And um, once I have like those two things confirmed... I just kind of take it to the next step which is how many different brands are these websites selling for? Like is it a is it a modern Italian leather sofa website that's custom making them, you know, in their garage in New York or is it a company that has 30 different types you could buy? And if I could find that, like a website without the address, with that traffic, with multiple brands, then I'm like, okay, this is this is an opportunity. So that's that's like this the starting point.
0: Gotcha. So and and that makes sense, right? You want to make sure that these are people who aren't Um, You know necessarily catering to a local crowd they want to cater to everybody uh, yep. And and then you said that you want to make sure they don't have a warehouse either, and that's because a
1: warehouse implies that they are stocking their their own stuff, right? Right, and when that happens, so the way that we get like, so just so everybody like, if anyone's thinking like, oh, I should try dropshipping, like never go online and Google dropship suppliers or anything like that, because you're going to find these middlemen that basically will say, pay us x amount of dollars per month, and you get access to a million products, and you're never going to make money with companies like that in the long run. So the companies that we sell for we sell for directly. So we have direct relationships with every single brand. And the way that we find our brands is by finding companies that we're going to be competing with, right? We find them from those websites. So if my research was just, you know, anybody even that has a retail store, like I'm going to try to sell the stuff that they're selling. A lot of those brands probably will say, we don't work with online retailers. Mm -hmm. You know, they might just like, it's kind of a waste. So yeah, we want to segment down further before we start extracting suppliers. Gotcha. That, that makes a ton of sense. And so we haven't actually defined
0: dropshipping. Yeah. Uh, I made the assumption that people know what it is, but maybe can you define it for us uh, as,
1: as before we move forward? Yep. So it's a very like vague term and it, yeah. there's a lot of different things that would, that would fall under drop shipping. but basically all it means is you're selling something and you're not fulfilling the orders directly. So if I, even if like, if you, you know, let's say at, at your house right now, you were making wooden tables and I put one on Craigslist, I'm in Austin, Texas now, and I put one on Craigslist and I sold it. Then I was like, Hey, I got the sale. Can you ship it to my customer? And you did that, that would be dropshipped, right? So like, that's one way to do it. Um, with the cookie business, I didn't even realize back then, but as that website grew, I I was selling them on my website. Then I was having the bakery in Brooklyn ship them directly to my customers. So that technically was drop shipping. Um, if you go online and Google it now, you're probably going to think it means using a website like AliExpress and selling stuff from China through Facebook ads. And technically that is drop shipping. But again, it's just it's a very generic term. It's a method of order fulfillment.
0: Gotcha. Right, right. So uh, so as you said, if, if I want to get into selling, uh, let's say, Star Wars prints, right? Like Star Wars mm-hmm. digital prints or not digital prints like um, – you know, the canvas type prints. Yep. Uh, and I'm not making them and I'm not shipping them to the person. I I uh, contract with a few people, artists, uh, sell them through my website and then they ship them out. So um, another good, like a, a real example uh, is my uh, website for selling t-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all through printful.com. Yep. So I uploaded the artwork. Somebody orders a t-shirt, Printful. Prints the T-shirt and then sends it. I I I don't touch that process at all.
1: Right, that's drop shipping. Yeah, we use them too. Good company. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm really I'm like testing out a few more different products right Uh now. So, uh, cool. Very cool. So. Um and and I really like the advice that you gave about never never google drop shipping suppliers yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean much like you know what you said of uh, selling like uh from AliExpress or whatever yep. um through Facebook ads it's a little bit disingenuous right
1: because uh, you're kind of taking advantage of the fact that people aren't really sure what to look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah and then you know speaking on that too like so never google drop ship suppliers or and never when you're talking to the real brands that you want to sell for you also shouldn't use the term dropshipping. So like my website is called dropshiplifestyle.com so people can find us. But like when, you know, I'm talking to suppliers, I don't call them and say like, hey, do you dropship? Like that's not, that. it has a negative connotation associated with it because a lot of beginners think it, you know, means something that it's not. And they think they're just going to make all this money by like, you know, selling some big company stuff. And the truth is like the companies that you want to sell for, they really are only going to let you sell their stuff if they trust you, if they think you're building a real business or already have a real business. So yeah, that's not a term you want to throw around besides like discussions with other people that are in the business.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? Because they're putting their products on the line. Exactly. uh, And if you're disingenuous to use that term I used before. uh, Yep. Then uh, you know you're diminishing their brand as well. Exactly. Um, that's really cool. Uh, that's almost like, like SEO maybe like ten years ago, right? If, if somebody said like I'm a search optimization, search engine optimization expert, uh, you'd almost look at them like kind of like side eyed, like what are yeah. you trying to tell me? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So. To, to talk about dropshiplifestyle.com, I think this is probably the thing that uh, will be the title question, right? How did you build it? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that website specifically?
1: Yeah, sure. That's a, It's a WordPress site, and it has... So many, probably way too many plugins and themes. Um, We've been through, you know, having everything done custom. Um, Problem with that for me is I'm not that technical. So when it came to making quick edits for changing out promotions or new content, uh, it broke too much. So right now it's uh, the front end of it. The main content site is running on WordPress using uh, Thrive, Thrive Themes with Thrive Architect. That's our builder. I love it. It's easy enough for me, but still seems to load fast enough for Google to, 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 Yeah. Show. And, um, we use that and then for our, you know, community. So a lot of what we do is like Teaching based. So, our members area is also built on WordPress. Um, That's using a whole combination of tools, but it's using a tool called Membirium, and that does content locking. And Membirium is actually a plugin that works with Infusionsoft. So, Infusionsoft is our CRM. So, whether someone is just getting emails from us or whether they buy from us um, and then get access tags, that's all handled there. Then, Infusionsoft works with Mimbarium to say, okay, give this person access to this thing. Um, that's our main content for this company.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pantheon. Starting a new project? Looking for a better hosting platform? Pantheon is an integrated set of tools to build, launch, and run websites. Get high-performance hosting for your WordPress sites, plus a comprehensive toolkit to supercharge your team and help you launch faster. On Pantheon, you get expert support from real developers, best-in-class security, and the most innovative technology to host and manage your websites. You can sign up a new site in minutes with a free account. You only pay when it goes live. That is my second favorite feature to Pantheon, only to the easy ability to create dev staging and live servers and push to GitHub. It's very easy to set those things up on Pantheon. So you can head over to Pantheon.io today, again, to set up a free account. Pay only when it goes live. Thanks so much to Pantheon for their support of this episode and this season of How I Built It. Dropshiplifestyle.com is um, an area where people can kind of come to learn about dropshipping, and then there's the community aspect. Right, uh, where people can talk to each other, right? So it looks like you have a couple of courses on here too. Um, what do you are you using uh, WordPress for the courses as well?
1: Exactly. Yep, WordPress. So uh, they're on a subdomain, so it's courses that dropship lifestyle, but that's on WordPress as well with. Uh, It's actually, I think it's using Divi as the theme on there, but we use a plugin called Sensei and uh, Sensei is like a good course plugin. It's pretty basic, but more than enough, you know, it tracks people's progress throughout so they can click, they completed a lesson, allows us us to attach different downloads to different modules like worksheets and whatnot. Um, Really easy to embed videos. We use Vimeo Pro for all of our video hosting there. And um, then for our community side of it, so that's where like the content lives for, you know, the education of it. But then we wanted to have a, a form Forum also, right? So people can interact with each other. We do have a Facebook group, but I started Dropship Lifestyle back in like 2013 when Facebook groups weren't even like a thing yet. Mm -hmm. So we needed a forum integration. And uh, for the forum, we found the best solution to be through Envision Powerboard. So um, it's Envision, I think it's just envisionpowerboard.com, but uh, we use their software to run our forum.
0: That's really cool. I haven't heard of uh, Envision Powerboard. I'm definitely going to check that out. I use BB Press for my community. Mm -hmm. Um, it integrates well with my LMS uh, LearnDash, but Sensei is the one that integrates with WooCommerce, right? That's like the the WooCommerce LMS. They
1: they do do have a new uh, plugin, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, Nice.
0: Wow. So so, um, it sounds like you have a lot going on, but it kind of sounds like the perfect uh, site builder map, right? If I wanted to go off and build a website that is a course uh, and community or an online courses and community, uh, you've given us a, a good blueprint for what mm-hmm. we should be using, which is always uh, insanely valuable. Um, so yeah, ex- especially because yeah.
1: there's so much out there, you know, like we, and we've been through so many different tools and there, nothing's going to be perfect, but yeah, if you do want to create something like an online course, just, just pick something like this works for us. It does work. So if you want to just use it, just use it, but don't get caught up. I'd re- that'd be my advice for anybody. Don't get caught up in the, you know, w- which one out of these thousand things should I use? Cause they all basically do the same thing.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's, (laughs) I mean, that's really great advice. And it's, it's something that uh, I started a a second podcast called creator toolkit, where I kind of go through things exactly like this. What do I need to do to set up an online course? And I talk about like the uh, themes and different plugins that you could use and stuff like that. But you're absolutely right. Uh, The tools are one thing. The content is a whole other thing. So even if you want to use like Vimeo pro Mm -hmm. to just make the videos and sell the videos, you can totally do that on Vimeo pro now too. So, uh, but this is, this is fantastic. So I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes. Um, but uh, it looks like as we kind of come up on, we're coming up on time already. I can't believe it. Uh, you have three different courses. So mm-hmm. I don't want to make this sound like, like an advertisement, but yep. this is, I mean, there's so much to know about dropshipping. You've given us, mm-hmm. uh, again, like I said, like a really good blueprint, but uh What's kind of the difference between these uh, these three courses? I'm looking at the pricing table, but yeah, if I if I wanted to get started with drop shipping today, mm-hmm. what, which course would you recommend for me?
1: Um, so either the what we call our premium course, which is all our training videos. That's like every training video we have plus our uh, we do have a an app for Shopify that's not in the Shopify app store. It's something that we you know it's basically on our website. It lives on our website, but we allow our students to use it. So that's included with that. And then also we have a custom drop. Uh, we call it the dropship Lifestyle Shopify theme, really original name, but you get that too. <laughs> yeah, so I'd recommend either that or for the people that want just like us to build the website for you. Um, we don't go as far obviously as like getting traffic and sales and supplier approvals because then we would just sell the website ourselves for a lot more money. But that's the top tier package where we will, you know, we'll set up your Shopify store, we'll upload your products for you, uh, do all your content pages, your logo. We will set up your social media pages. We actually will set up your first Google ads uh, on Google Shopping Cam campaign. Um, but yeah, that's for the people that are just like, you know what, let me just hand that off and I'd rather just pay to outsource it. So it um, depends how hands-on you want to be in the beginning, I would say.
0: Wow, that's great. And and this is the reason I asked this question, right? Is because this is, for anybody who wants to sell online courses, this is a great model, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. y- you've got basic, which is just kind of like some, some educational information. You've got premium, which is like, base i mean this is the middle tier this is what probably yeah, you and
1: that's like all the content so if you just yeah. want to like learn again like boom like here you go you got it yeah
0: right and then and then there's the ultimate package which like you said will do everything for you mm-hmm. you you get to learn but then so you understand what's happening mm-hmm. but uh the the setup is being done for you so you can understand but you don't have to sink a bunch of hours into uh actually like you know, the nitty gritty of, of setting the site up and making, oh, is this right? Well, I think I understood this correctly, but I'm not sure. exactly um, And and uh, again, just to harken back to what we talked about earlier, uh, this ultimate package is $4,997.00 one fifth of what you paid to start your first business.
1: I know. know. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Like I, I, yeah, people think about it different. Like you said too. And I get it. Cause like, even when I'm like building a new website, I'm like, Oh, can I start this thing for like 200 bucks? And like, and it's funny. Yeah. I bought the, the truck that I got with that delivery route was like a 1985 Dodge something piece of crap. Like then I had, like I paid to sit in traffic for two hours in the BQE every day. Like that was like, that was my investment. And like, now people are like, Oh, it's going to cost me, you know, like whatever, $29 a month for Shopify. That's a ripoff. Like it's powering your entire business. Like relax. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's something that I try to talk about a lot on on this show because I was totally guilty of it starting out. Yeah, I'm getting better about it now. Like if I can pay like 300 bucks for something that's going to save me even like 10 hours, that is totally worth it for me. But uh, you're absolutely right. It's, it's so funny. I, I, quoted a, I quoted out a product a project for somebody they wanted an e-commerce site that would have like 2500 or or 25,000 like some preposterous
1: right, right. amount
0: of products on it but let's just for simplicity's sake say 40,000 products right mm-hmm. and i quoted them at like $20,000 because it would just be woocommerce where like sourcing the product mm-hmm. somewhere else and he's like wow that's that's really expensive and i was like that is 50 cents a product yeah 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 like, though <laughs> yep. so. Um, it's just really interesting because, uh, I think that people, people kind of understand like how expensive it takes to build a building, right? Because they can see it get built, Right. but with a website, it's like this guy goes into his magic box and sets up a website and it's done. Yeah, Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's really cool. Well, I'm, man, we're coming up on time. I'm really enjoying this conversation. Uh, what are your plans for? the future of, of uh, drop, dropshiplifestyle.com? Or maybe if you want to uh, wax poetic a little bit, what do you think the future of dropshipping is?
1: Yeah, that's one thing that, oh man. So, the future for dropship lifestyle, like what's cool about it is, you know, again, it's been around for five years. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's still around and the reason I still do so much for it, like I'm doing a coaching call today for it at like 2 p.m., um, but it's because like things always do change. So, it's enjoyable for me because I do love the business side of it, like both on the info business, which would be dropship lifestyle, and on the physical product business. Like it's fun for me. So, the future is just seeing where things go, seeing what works for us, and then sharing it once I can, can kind of confirm some data with our other businesses. So it'll keep evolving as the e-commerce side evolves. The future of dropshipping, I think is more about the future of e-commerce than just dropshipping. Cause again, dropshipping is like, it's one method of order fulfillment. And I don't think that, you know, even if I, I don't see any like big difference there between e-commerce as a whole, but what I think, and I hope doesn't happen because we'll see what the government does. Like if they have to break up Amazon or not, because right now the type of stuff we sell you know knock on wood but it hasn't been an issue with Amazon mm-hmm. with Prime because we, like it's not a, we don't sell prime products basically like right. if you want to sell you know inexpensive stuff and have your own brand that's a great place to have your stuff too our stuff would never happen so in the future though if it does and there becomes a day that you know you're moving into a new office and you, everything's going to be furnished from Amazon you're going to place a 20k order on there and so is everybody else and they eat up the entire market we'll see if they get broken up or not that might be five years from now, that might be 10 years from now, it might never happen. Um, But yeah, that's the type of thing that I think like would cause a big impact on, on sales, you know, same reason when Home Depot went everywhere, like smaller retailers went out of business, Um, not happening yet, but again, could be a negative future for it.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really, that's a really interesting take, right? Because we do see Amazon getting into uh, there's, you know, Amazon, uh, the grocery service, right? Where uh pantry i think it's called where you yep. can get groceries on amazon and if you live in the right place you can get it in like the same day i'm actually i live near philadelphia now and i'm indignant when uh something takes more than 2 days to get to me cuz i oh, yeah. have yeah. i have same day shipping now <laughs> like yep. um but uh, that's a really good point like and and they have like prime wardrobe now which is like the yeah. same sort of thing as like stitch fix so uh they They could conceivably monopolize the e-commerce market. They're Uh, trying to. I mean, that's their goal. Like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Wow that that's man, that's so interesting. Um, Yeah, that's well, you've given us a ton of great advice, uh, and and uh, so I I do want to ask my favorite question though, which is, do you have any trade secrets for us?
1: Yeah. Um. So it may not maybe not be a secret based on you know kind of things we've been. Talking about, but uh, one thing that made all the difference for me with growing our businesses was focusing on expensive products. Um, it's one reason, also, even with dropship lifestyle, it's why the course doesn't cost you know seven dollars, right? It's mm-hmm. why we make premium products there. The stuff we sell online, also, you know, the products we dropship, the brands we sell for, it's more of a premium price point. It's more of you know something that. Honestly, it's going to give our customer a better experience, but it's also going to allow us enough profit per sale to be able to pay for ads, to be able to have support people, to be able to actually invest time into growing these things. So, um, you know, maybe it's a secret, maybe it's not, but I would say for anybody, whatever you're selling online, try to sell something for us. Our minimum is like 200 bucks that we look for, ideally closer to a thousand or more. And since we made that shift, it's made a, a massive difference in how we can spend and how we can grow.
0: Man, that's that's really great advice. Because I mean, like you just said, if you're going to be selling smaller stuff, then maybe sell it through Amazon, right? Or right. or yeah. uh, you know, people will likely buy it from Amazon anyway because yep. their shipping overhead is yep. a lot lower than what your shipping overhead would be. Uh, so that is that is great advice, and it's that's not just a great advice for people who drop ship either. I mean, if you're if oh, you're yeah. selling digital products, right? I for a long time I underpriced my courses. Uh, so I had to like really grind out each sale and it wasn't worth it for me. I'm raising the price of my courses, which allows me to spend more time creating good content. It also communicates the value of Mm -hmm. those courses to the buyer. Right. And that's another really important thing. If, if you're selling, um, like a chair for like, you know, 20 bucks or something like that, that's probably a cheaply made chair. But if you're selling it for a thousand bucks, people are like i know i'm getting a good quality chair yeah. i can't and sit it also, in it yet right yeah and yeah. it
1: brings in the legitimate buyers like for dropship lifestyle if i said you know, I'm going to teach you how I've been doing this stuff for the past decade and how I've built multiple eight-figure stores and how I spend a million dollars on ads a year and it's $5.99, people are going to be like, okay, this, this is a scam, right? But like instead, or people are going to buy it thinking they're going to get rich overnight. Instead, the people that invest in our program, at least you know, 99% of them, they're serious and they're actually trying to build something. Then that allows me to put, like you said, more time into the content. It allows me to do things like, it's a, I do a monthly call with everybody, but like a monthly webinar, just like Q&A type thing. And if I sold something, that was cheap, you wouldn't be able to do that, so I think everybody, yeah, go go premium and give people what they actually want, which is results in you know, yeah more. they want more from you, so yeah. give it to them, yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's great, and i I will uh before I ask you where people can find you, uh, there is one more anecdote I want to share with somebody who's in my mastermind group, you know, she was selling a very cheap uh or free membership, and they expected so much from her because of where they were in their career, right? They weren't ready to spend two thousand or five thousand dollars on the proper learning material but they they still spent money and viewed it as i need to get everything i can and it just wasn't it wasn't viable for her Mm so um i think that that's a, a really good point about bringing in the legitimate buyers cool so uh anton thanks so much for your time where can people find you
1: yeah, the uh, best spot would just be dropshiplifestyle.com. Everything is linked up off there. So all the social pages, you want to contact me, we have the contact on there. But uh, yeah, that's where we got all our links.
0: Awesome. And I will include that and everything we talked about in today's episode, which is a lot. It's going to be lengthy show notes. Uh, so be sure to head over to it for those. Uh, Anton, thanks so much again for your time. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much to Anton for joining us today. I really liked his thoughts about uh, kind of expanding uh, his ability to sell, um, how he built his website, is, which is WordPress and a lot of stuff I use, which I think is really cool, uh, and then his future uh, predictions, I guess, for dropshipping, especially that of Amazon and how that's kind of the elephant in the room and how that's going to affect the future of dropshipping so he offers a lot of really great advice and i'm very appreciative for that uh, i'm also appreciative of our sponsors uh, plesk pantheon and MailPoet. be sure to check them out for all of the show notes you can head over to howibuilt.it 107 my question of the week for you is have you been thinking about dropshipping or is this the first time you've ever heard of it Let me know your thoughts uh, at joe at howibuilt.it or on Twitter at jcasabona. If you liked this episode, be sure to give us a rating and a review over on Apple Podcast. It really helps people discover the show. And until next time, get out there and build something.